1: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages and Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Chris Kobach graduated first in his class from Harvard, then Yale Law. He spent 15 years as a law school professor and two years as counsel to U.S. Attorney General John Ashcroft, where he argued some of the highest profile cases in the nation. Now he's running to be our next attorney general for Kansas. His opponent, meanwhile, can't decide which laws in Kansas he wants to enforce. Chris, it's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. It's been a while. The last time we were together, we we spent way too much time on a bus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Great to be with you, John.
1: Um, You know, Chris, I know we, we've we talked quite a bit, and I, I was able, like I said, we spent quite a bit of time out in western Kansas uh, here a week or so ago. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I heard the this, this stump speech. I was talking with Derek earlier, and I told him I could probably give his stump speech, but... You've announced three basic initiatives that you want to tackle if elected Kansas Attorney General. You want to urge the legislature to enhance sentencing for selling drugs that result in the death of a a user. You will coordinate across state lines with federal law enforcement to reduce the supply of fentanyl. And you will decrease organized retail crime. And it's just it's so interesting when I hear your platform and contrast that with your opponent, because, I mean, he he. The only thing he really came out with was there are some laws I'm not going to enforce and I want to go after corrupt officials. It, it was just, wow, those are the things that you think are important?
0: Yeah, it's, it's this whole campaign, John, has been uh, something out of the twilight zone. I mean, so coming, in, uh, coming out of the primary election, all we knew about our, our Democrat opponent was that he is a donor to Joe Biden. Uh, And he's never argued a case in federal court. So not a good start. He doesn't have doesn't have the experience to do the job. But he was keeping his positions really kind of quiet, like he didn't want us to know what his positions are. So it took three debates to pry these positions out of him. The classic Democrat strategy, you know, be a hardcore uh, progressive, but don't let the voters know your views. Anyway, it, one thing after another, uh, we, we learned that, he, as you mentioned, he's he's not going to defend all Kansas laws. And in the last eight debate, he said he's going to do a threshold question, look, decide whether the, he thinks the law is constitutional, or in his opinion. And if it doesn't meet his approval, then he won't defend it. I mean, <laughs> that's not the job of the attorney general. The attorney general doesn't get to sit as a judge over every Kansas law. He defends, he must defend every Kansas law in court because that was the will of the people's elected representatives to pass that law. But uh, and then we learned he's uh, not going to defend uh, Kansas if the Biden administration tries to force trans athletes into girls sports in schools. Uh, nope, not going to defend it. He says he'll uh, just let the schools deal with it whatever way they want to. But no, not going to stop it at the source of the Biden administration. He's against the death penalty uh he apparently is against red flag laws he says he wants to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people uh, never mind uh, that you can't know that ahead of time usually with uh, these red flag laws right so on issue after issue after issue uh he takes the most uh kind of radical left-wing position but we had to pry it out of him uh using debates to get and, and the press you know really only got one of those issues out of him on their own again you know the mainstream media being kind of lazy and not pushing Democrat candidates to answer questions.
1: I I was shocked. You know, I watched that a G debate on channel 12 and I I was actually shocked when he was asked about that issue with trans athletes and, you know, whatever people like to make this about transphobia and that kind of stuff. It has nothing to do with that. It's strictly an issue of fairness and, and whether or not it's, it's right for biological males to compete and whether or not they have a, a competitive advantage But for him to say that he's not willing to enforce state law, I I mean, it it just it kind of it it haunts back to Barack Obama, you know, where he did with the border uh, and some of the other stuff that he did where he just decided we're not going to enforce certain laws or 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 I'm just going to allow I'm going to ignore the laws that I don't like. I'm sorry. Chris Mann doesn't get to choose what laws to enforce because he doesn't like them.
0: Right. And he doesn't get to, you know, he he well I suppose he can. He can he's basically saying on the trans issue, if the federal government unconstitutionally tries to force Kansas to adopt um a policy allowing trans males into girls sports, he's not going to stand up to it. So he he won't he'll pick and choose which Kansas laws to enforce and he won't defend us when the Biden administration uh, oversteps the constitutional lines, which it's done multiple times already. You're not taking my word for it. That's the Supreme Court speaking. You know and the, they're going to continue doing this. So it's it's just unbelievable. He, you know, we, at the beginning of this campaign, we knew he he never argued a case in federal court, and now we know that if he ever did get a chance to, um, he would be taking a radical left position on all of these these issues.
1: The one thing I, I I'm I'm kind of heartened to see is the way. Unlike uh, some previous campaigns, uh, I, I'm heartened to see the way the Republican Party has unified behind our ticket this year. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I notice you've got 35 Kansas sheriffs that have endorsed you. The The, the party seems to have, I mean, we, we, we're all in on the entire yeah. slate this year. That must be nice for you to be in a position where the team is behind you.
0: Absolutely. It is. And there's also a sense that uh, the voters are behind the team. Uh, yesterday, I was in Wichita in the evening and I was in Park City in the morning and at the Ark City parade. I, I tell you, John, I have never. Well, in this election cycle, I have never seen um, a, a, a parade going audience so fired up. I mean, just people randomly shouting, um, uh, you know, let's go, Brandon, <laughs> from the from the <laughs> side, just standing up and cheering, just visibly excited to see the Republican team on the field. It's like they're just itching to vote. So uh, I, I can definitely feel the wave coming, and it's great to have a united team to uh, to surf it.
1: I know you've been out and about much like, you know, the I we talked to the Attorney General Schmidt in the previous hour. I know you've been out and about. You were down here when the vice president came to town. What are you hearing from folks when you're talking to them? I mean, do you feel like, because I know the advanced voting, you were Secretary of State, the advanced voting numbers aren't very good right now, but that favors us to an extent because a lot of advanced voting is Democrats. What are you hearing?
0: Well, I'll tell you that more more than the number of advanced votes is the distribution. So uh, as as you alluded, the typically in a typical election year, more, a, a disproportionate number of Democrats cast advanced votes, more so than Republicans do. We Republicans tend to favor voting on Election Day. What we're seeing right now is in advanced voting Republican and Democrat numbers are about equal which, which probably means that a whole bunch of Republicans are you know really fired up and if we are equaling them uh, in the advanced voting I, I'm certain we will also just, you know have a much larger number of voting on the day so it, it, it suggests a wave uh, the the numbers that we're seeing right now
1: well I hope that turns out to be the case Chris uh, I you know uh, we're supporting you I, I'm glad to I'm heartened to hear that the that the party is back behind you, and I'm I'm hoping that we do have that red wave that you're that you're talking about. If folks are interested, if they want more information, if they want to donate, if they need you know a yard sign or whatnot, uh, they can get more information at ChrisKobach.com, Correct?
0: Yes, that's right. And if they want to get a yard sign, time is short. They can drop by the Sedgwick County election <laughs> uh, Sedgwick, Sedgwick County GOP office. Uh, and get a yard sign.
1: Yeah, and we'll talk to you on election night. We're doing a live election night coverage. I'm sure I'll be on the phone with you then. We'll we'll be able to get your first reactions to your win. How's that?
0: Sounds like a plan.
1: I appreciate you, Chris. We'll talk to you then. Best of luck. We'll talk to you on Tuesday.
0: All right, we'll talk to you then.
1: We'll take a quick break, and then time permitting, we'll take a few calls. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.